You are listening to Marot Podcast, two film lovers coming together to discuss films. From interesting cinematography to plots and character arcs, we'll cover a range of topics and probably debate. Join us every Saturday to discover our weekly movie. Welcome, everyone, to the Marot Podcast. Today, we are discussing Fresh, released on the 4th of March 2022, directed by Mimi Cave. The film stars Sebastian Stan, Daisy Edgar Jones, Jonica T. Gibbs, Charlotte Legon, and Andrea Bank. This is Sammy. And this is Ashton. Um, Alright, so hi guys, welcome back to this podcast. Um, I love doing introductions, even though you just had an introduction like 20 seconds ago. Yep. <laughs> so, with this fresh movie, did you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, like a couple of words on the movie. It was quite. It's not the kind of movie that I usually watch. Um, it's kind of different, and I don't know if it's yeah, a good different yeah. or, or a bad different. But yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Any any words yeah. you'd like to add? Uh, let me just get straight into it. Go ahead. Um, I well, was... wait, what did you think? What do you think of the movie, like as a whole? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to make my you know bring my mind together uh-huh. and get into this again. Uh, so how do I explain this? So I watched the first thirty minutes of the film, yeah. and I thought, "Geez, this is brilliant! Social commentary, great camera work, and all that." I was really enjoying it, and then something happened, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is weird." Yeah, like literally. And if so you watch I, the trailer, guys, like it says, like. One of the reviews that, w- that the was first, shown in the, yeah. in the trailer was like, the first 30 minutes are okay, but then everything changes. And I could not agree. Yeah. I could not agree more. Like literally at like 31 minutes, like it changes. It was weird already. Yeah. Like I hadn't watched the, I hadn't seen the trailer beforehand. So I, t- I was really coming in. I never watched trailers beforehand. So I, I don't know what's, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. Ex- what to expect. But I went 30 minutes into the film and then I was like, okay, no, let me text let 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 me text him and see you know see if I should keep going because this is weird and then before texting I went on the internet and I you know scoured the internet a little bit and realized it's classed as horror and I thought mm, are we but you, you know. definitely don't get that like in the first thirty minutes like there, there's yeah, like really there's an awkward it, date at know, first but it's yeah they did it really well in t- in in the way that. It's really well constructed. No. You never get an ounce of horror until the horror happens. And I think it's like a very positive thing. As much as it's weird, it's a very positive no. thing. Because in, in horror movies, generally, you can tell it goes it's like horror straight into action, uh, in the uh, first uh, five yeah. minutes. Whereas, but even like the you color, color correction weird. and like angles and everything that they use in the first 30 minutes, like nothing gives it away. The only thing that I thought was kind of nothing, weird yeah. was opening the movie on an awkward, like a super awkward date. Oh, and can, can I can I say something about that ahead. date? Okay, so I love the opening. <laughs> she was there. She was waiting. I was like, "What is she doing there?" Straight away, they had me there because I was waiting for you know what's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's not unusual to start in cars, but I thought you know, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that because uh, you know I came in not knowing anything about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's this great conversation that already sets up relationship between uh, Noah, who's 
um, Daisy. Which is not Daisy's a, boy, a boy's name, by the way. It's like and, Noah uh, and OA. <laughs> And uh, Molly, who's the best friend, and it sets their relationship brilliantly in a way that they're joking with one another, they're doing baby face, uh, baby faces, baby voices and all that. You can tell no. just from that interaction that no. they're really close. And it's important because Molly plays a big enough role in the rest of the movie. Mm. She's really tied into the narrative. And then the first date, you just get there and you're like, oh my God, this is painful this is terrible i was you know you get you get started... second on the embarrassment like just like being a viewer yeah, it, like you don't feel comfortable uh, it's it's weird yeah the date started and i was like please get me out of here and then it kept on getting worse and worse and the guy was i think chad is his name he was absolutely terrible he starts off terribly by saying you know oh, wait, the, the thing about the way, the way she dressed talking... you know, like she said he had, he had the, co- yeah, the comments about but before that you could tell that she was not interested no. whatsoever. She was looking into space and doing, minding her own business. You can tell that on a le- on a scale of one to ten, she was probably interested minus three. <laughs> she couldn't care. She couldn't care less if she tried. So you know, you know, change the conversation when that happens. And then he's self-absorbed. He's rude to her and to you know wait the waitress. So that's big. Two big red flags. Like so big. You need, you need, I don't know, a whole screen on, in, in Times Square to, you know, show it. And then that, that's the thing, like, of how it goes big of a horribly wrong. And then she meets Steve at the supermarket with an amazing, yep. what's the pickup line again? It's one of the quotes. No, it's, what did he say? I, uh, I live on aisle six. Yeah, no, she, he starts off with the grape thing, which, first of all, since when can you, you know, just Since when do you chat to people, f- like, in supermarkets? Like, I've never... Chatted I mean, to anyone and the chatting okay my thing was since when can you just try the try food oh my a, god that, that guy <laughs> i didn't even know you could i don't know that i didn't know that that's a thing people I mean, did. when i was younger you like know, you know when i was like randomly super hungry, sample I would, the stuff like we would buy like something at the bakery like within the supermarket and then like i would eat it before paying for it but then like you go in the checkout and you scan the item and even like with like drinks and whatever, we would like open them and drink them, but then like pay, pay for them like as we left. I've uh, besides bread, I've never eaten something in the in no, the yeah, shop. Makes sense, makes like sense. whilst shopping, I mean shopping. you can do it when you're a kid, but not when you're like fifty. It's or, like, what, so like, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm doing. I, I do my shopping on my own at the moment. Yes, I'm an adult. <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> am I really though? Um, but you know, I've I've never seen anyone just go ahead and you know have an apple and then pay for it. The 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 self-checkout that's weird that's and then he was just there was first this one guy that was trying i don't know if it was custard or what was it but first he was of all, testing it and then custard, custard. i don't know and then and then he comes up with a uh cotton cotton candy is that it yeah cotton candy uh grapes and he's like yeah you know you should try this mm-hmm. i would never you know just straight up conversation with people at the shop i can't be you know uh, I'm here to do my shopping, grab my stuff, go I home. Mean, there's, I'm not there's here the to strike up a conversation. Smile and, but, uh, yeah, but not at, you know, 9 p.m. Like, I, think, I like, don't want to do conversation at 9 p.m. Like, moving on with the movie. With no one. Like, it's kind of weird how she bonded with Steve, like, directly. And then... No, you know, I don't think that's weird. No, because you meet someone, you think that you have great chemistry, and then you go on a date with that person. 
And no, more than straight, great straight chemistry, after that, they're, they're going like, oh, let's plan a holiday together. And that was like a bit abrupt. No, you're going so fast. You're just, exactly. you're just tearing through this narrative. Exactly. And there's so much to say oh, just no, in the no, first no, no. bit. And it's I mean, really important because you need to then layer it with a second bit. Fair. Don't fly over but to the, the second, second bit. But the second bit is like three-fourths of the movie, so we should... Yeah, but you don't get to layer it. Right, because uh, the second bit layering. is important because the first bit is so well constructed. So start the layering. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, the way they set up their relationship was cleverly done, and I I mean cleverly like in all in in all sense of the word, it's incredibly well thought through. First, there's this weird encounter that is awkward, but not the same awkward as the first date. It's a cute kind of awkward. It's like a, we don't know each other, but, you know, I want to share this really cool fact with you because I'm bored, you bored. Uh, I thought it was awkward when he went, oh, yeah, you know what? I I already messed this up, so can I have your number? And she goes for it. That's the thing. I thought, yeah, that was really awkward. I mean, compared to the person, it's not so like, I don't know. It's a, it's yeah. a different kind of awkward, like you com- said. It's like a cute awkward. Yeah, it's a really different yeah, kind yeah, of awkward. Yeah. It's like a it's it's like a bit of an endearing awkward. No. You see them in like, oh, they're kind of cute. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. And then I love how that transition in, transitions into the first date. And the first date starts with all the awkwardness that everyone knows. It's like the, mm-hmm. where are you from? How's mm-hmm. your family? Na, na, na. And all the, those questions seem heartless. Uh, heartless, no. Seems, seem, you know normal questions they seem like normal questions because they are but then if you think about it when you, you know the rest you of the movie, into the movie you realize that they're like exactly that important. all of that was yeah, him yeah. piecing pieces of yeah. her life together to know you know i need to watch out for this person she she would be a good you know a good project because she doesn't have much family no. he was basically just you know she's been a scheme since the beginning and then before knowing about the rest of the movie i thought he was just really it was like a, like the friend that the person that would later be friend zoned because he's too nice. I mean, he, seem, he seemed people... like perfectly normal compared to the girl, which was. I mean, she was a weird one yeah. at first, like we said that during the movie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the camera doesn't help, but no. yeah, all them close up shots and all that it really does eating, make it seem oh, like you. she's the old one. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. That's all. But, uh, you know, the fact that they acknowledged all these dumb questions and all of that, you know, no more dating stuff is really important because they are layering it for mm-hmm. the rest of the film. And then and then uh, I also love how they tackle a lot of real issues just in that first half of the film, which is brilliant because it's a lot packed in one mm-hmm. like little section of a, of a film. And it's not the longest of films. It's barely, it's not even two hours. So they tackle what I picked up of just that. It's like the... Um, people not meeting people in real life which is why we need social media and you know meeting mm-hmm. platforms to actually meet people because that real life thing doesn't happen anymore which is a shame and in this situation really unfortunate uh, you know kind of events and then the fact that lads play game over feelings and so they they act like they don't care and all that uh, and it just it's just a culture of you know toxicity that we need to stay away from but it's still a reality so that's that and then emotional dependence so in all those like in 30 minutes they managed to show a range of things that happen to that happens to everyone and that society is currently dealing with but the, i think this I is why really like interesting the, like the pacing of this movie is like really well done compared to like other other yeah, movies we, we, we've, revu- we've I reviewed s- i wrote that too like there's not a, a yep. moment where like oh this is too slow or this is too quick 
Yeah, it's, I never thought, geez, this is too yeah, long. Yeah, like it's like they they I was they, there. they really managed like to keep a, a really authentic pacing, and yeah, and and yeah, I think now we should talk about like when everything oh, changes. Give me just one second. Oh, I, I need another second. Okay, so the fact that Stevie's a doctor. Oh, that was amazing. It's that was hilariously, amazing. yeah. I didn't know, I didn't pick it up <laughs> on the first go, but the second go, because I knew what was wow. coming, because I didn't watch the whole film the first time, I just watched half of it, and then no. we watched this, the whole film together. Um, and so I thought it was hilarious, because then, you know, he's also the bad guy, so he's like, yeah, I'm a doctor, and I'm also, I work in plastic <coughs> surgery, and you're like, mm, he's clever, you know. It shows that he studied and all that, but really, it shows how he's so good at what he actually does. But we'll, like what we'll, we'll come back to what he does. Like it's an important part of the movie. We, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah. it's important to, you know, I love that he mentions he's a doctor. I mean, in all, just in all, in all fairness, that, like, you know, it would make sense. Oh, he's actually a doctor. Right? Like he a random, did research yeah, on the okay, internet. He, actually does, he was actually a surgeon. Oh, wow. And so, you know. Um, that's how he's so good at what he does the side hustle thing but then like as soon as you pass the 30 minutes thresholds you actually get a title sequence like 30 minutes in yeah i thought that was really clever i ne i've never seen I mean, that it before. was a nice title that sequence that like you know like the little genius. like the text coming in and out and like with with nice transition transitions but to have it like 30 minutes in that was kind of weird like it's your third of like it's a third of the movie and then you show your transition. Usually you wait like a minute and then you give the transition or whatever. But 30 minutes in, yeah. Um, and that's also a point in the movie where like the music changes. And yeah, the, basically the, the, the 30 minute minutes mark is really where Everything it changes. goes from a sweet, yeah. it's like a sweet developing relationship yeah. and it actually looks like it could be kind of good yeah. to, okay, where have I landed? Why are we in crazy town? <laughs> what is this? And it's really interesting because Molly actually uh, foreshadows it a few times. With the, she's with like, like the oh, statue, he doesn't have social media. With the statue that falls, no? M more than that, first, she's like, oh, he doesn't have social media. Weird. Yeah. You haven't shown me a picture of him. Weird. You've met him, like, you've known him for a few days and I haven't, I've just heard of him. Weird. She's pointing all of these things out yeah. and she's layering it for us and we just don't pick up on it until the weird stuff happens, which is Interesting, because throughout the whole film, they just drop hints, mm. and then we get there and like, oh, that's what that was about. Like, at the end of the movie, I think it's one of the only horror movies when someone actually acknowledges that what they're doing is stupid, and like, you know, when the guy at the end, like in the cab, in the in the car, he's going like, yeah. oh yeah, this is usually in the horror movies oh, where like yeah, when yeah. you die, and this I, is I know how that happens. I'm this get is out like of here. The, yeah. one of the only moments in uh, I think it's the only horror movie that actually mentions it. Because like usually yeah, you go into the fact you, that, you know, you go, you go into mm. a forest and you're like oh cool this this is gonna be fun for the weekend etc and then they all die yeah but um, that was a nice touch yeah uh, I will say though we did laugh at this scene and it's gr when you think about it it's not the best but we did laugh a lot um, this it's a really early on yeah it's an early <laughs> on scene and she's just being drugged by oh uh, Steve yeah, and she laugh. goes to stand and then she falls yeah. and it's probably <laughs> like it's. The whole it's movie, it's like this yeah. horror comedy thing because he is a terrible, terrible person. So the surgeon is not actually, he's actually a surgeon, but he he's also in the like human meat industry. Kind of 
So that's that. He's a big person as well in that industry. And so the fact that, you know, he captures women and always women, he says, because female meat is better, I will not be, you know, I will not be a testament to that because I haven't tasted it and I will not be tasting it anytime soon. But that's that. And so he grabs people and he does the grabbing and he's that he does the capturing and then the cutting and all that, which is why it's important to mention that he was a surgeon, so he knows what he's doing. That's, you know, I thought, oh, geez, he's really good. Like, how do you know where to cut yeah. and how much yeah. antibi- antibiotics to give and all that? He's actually a surgeon. That's how, that's how he knows. Uh, but, but like, you know, all the scenes when they're, like, mentioning, like, human flesh. Yeah. It was quite well done because I, oh like, superimposed yeah. images with, like, actual animal flesh. And, I don't know, it makes it... There's, you there's know, a it feels like the film was just it. a whole sensorial thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. They always use extreme close-ups and a lot of cutaways and a lot of, you know, just very weird, odd shots mm. that you usually don't put in, like, a rom-com type mm-hmm. of thing because it's actually also, also a rom-com. I don't know how that happens, that's but true. that is that. That's that's the facts. And, you know, you put all these weird shots together, but as, at the same time, it's like a normal vibe thing. And then you add in a very charismatic mm. bad guy, technically. And although he's doing a bad thing, you, you almost forget, he manages to be funny. You almost forget that he's a bad guy. Yeah, you almost forget because he's so normal about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he To him, and that's basically the main point of any greatly written villain, it's to him, he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah, he's literally this like holding people normal. hostage and like he's like chatting with them, like, oh, uh, like, how are you doing? Uh, yeah. Like, how's the food? Whatever, he's, whatever. He's talking to them as if it was a normal, literally. like, his job is a normal nine yeah, to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you don't often see that in like horror movies where usually like the, the monster is like, like the bad guy is like an, uh, a monster that you don't even see or. or but something, yeah. something that was different and, in this movie as well is. Like, you know, the shots and transitions were really, really well done. Like, we pointed oh out like that a couple of times. I still remember that glass thing. Yes, oh, my God. Yes, yes, Brilliant. Yes. And this is not something typical of horror movies. Like, you won't yeah. watch a horror movie to, like, watch, you know, the, cinemat- the, cin- the cinematography cinematography effects, like, aspect Cinem- of it. Cinematography. Cin- cinematography. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was really well done. And... There was this shot with the mirror, you know, like the 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 fisheye mirror. Yeah. And that I don't know. It was a weird part of the house, which made it, made all the scenes that happened there like quite uneasy to watch. Yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, the ambiance is like quite yeah. weird, but like, oh, amusingly weird. It's also yeah, it's weird, but also so captivating yeah. for both the audience and the people in the, you know in that setting yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know that helps both us i mean it helps the story really supports it and it helps whomever is watching place themselves in the space yeah. which i think is great it also his house is beautifully decorated yes. i mean if i have to get be held hostage to you know <laughs> become someone's meal might as well be in a good house you know what i mean yeah, the i'd rather not be held in a barn like quite Quite exquisite, if I may say. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I do have to talk about this parallel because it's brilliant. We have mentioned how Steve, he's so normal as a person. Okay, I'm saying normal with big, you know, parentheses or mm-hmm. whatever quotes, quotation marks, because he's not normal. But what I think is so weird is 
his job is so normal to him that we have this brilliant scene of him butchering up oh, someone yeah, and, and, and at the same time yeah, 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 absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. living it up so he has music on and he's singing along and dancing and pulling all these faces while i while simultaneously cutting up a leg a human leg and, like, right and to that, him everything is normal but like right before that you know there was a scene with like that with um what's her name um Mo- no, not Molly. Like the main. Oh God. <laughs> Noah. Noah. Yes, there's a scene with Noah, and you see her like stressing out and in despair, and then you hear the music. And then he's there. And you pan yeah, out. the music coming comes in early. Literally. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it makes that scene really weird, and then boom, you hear, and he's loving it. He's having the time of his life. Yeah. And then you see him packing as well, his products, which is when you realize he's not doing this for his own enjoyment, although it's part of the thing. It's also to, for other people. And that's when you realize that how big this whole industry is. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one doing this or wanting that kind of meat, mm-hmm. which is uh, really, it's a, it's a disturbing thing explored during, like throughout the movie, how people like having stuff that others, it's about greed, basically. Mm-hmm. It's very successful people like, like to have uh, things that, others don't mm-hmm. and things very personal very private and and therefore when he packs stuff he packs a little bit of a girl's you know flesh along with like personal like the material personal effects yeah, yeah. like underwear and whatever yeah. a picture even with, which even I with the name absolutely even with the name. weird and a name no, that's yeah horrible. and it's like here this is a piece of brianna uh, it's yeah, really weird yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. as a way of proceeding things it's really weird but uh, but also he's this big sorry this big personality is greatly supported by the fact that he is you know he's a normal sociopath but or that's psychopath the thing that's interesting because he he's seems... soft-spoken yeah. sweet yeah. kind of goofy and somewhere human so that makes him all the more weird. But it doesn't necessarily human, make it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't make it better. Like... No, it doesn't. That's the thing. He has everything to make him a technically good person, and yet he isn't. Uh, and then, you know, we meet the wife, and, like, we both expected it. Like, we both expected him to oh, be, yeah. like, a double life and a secret life. But turns out, no, no like, turns out the wife it. is totally in on it. And... Like it was super. I've said the word like like a, oh my god, <laughs> I've said the yeah. word like like twenty. Oh my god, <laughs> I've said the word like twenty times so far. But um, you know like Mo- <laughs> Just go. Let's go. You know Molly, like the the friend. Yep. Like at the beginning, we ex- expect her to like save, uh, Noah at the end. Yeah. But in fact, it's like the other guy that um. That no one met at the bar that kind of helped them out. Yeah. But it's just because he was he was good at looking around. But speaking of Molly, like we you mentioned this like right after the movie. We don't really know what happened to her when when Steve took her. Yeah. I was gonna talk about the ending, please don't spoil my ending. <laughs> I have a whole point about it, so Fair. don't spoil it. <laughs> I might just add it right now so that yes, you know you don't you don't run away with it. Um, I was kind of disappointed about you know the ending. You wanted and them to live. Really... You wanted them to live. No, 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 not that. Um, I thought it was you know the whole film builds up brilliantly, and you knew that it has to. It's one of them situations where um, it's either her 
or him. Mm -hmm. Both can't stay alive because if she runs away, she knows of his existence and she knows mm -hmm. where he lives. He's going to have to move his business away and all that. And if she doesn't live, he gets to, uh, you know, keep going on in this business. So it was either she, she leaves this game or he does. One of them had to go. But or she both. was obviously but, going to survive. Like the moment you, you, yeah, you there's realize no... that there's a third friend that is yeah, going to help them there's out. There's no way. Th yeah, there's no way. Exactly that. There's no way both could be alive. And, the, you know, she had to survive. Mm. So I knew he was going to go. Yeah. But uh, I kind of wanted their relationship, like her cover-up relationship with him to last a little longer. Because... Mm. It felt like he was fooled really easily. That's true. For someone true. who does that for a living, which, you know, makes it even weirder. Mm. But for someone who cuts up people as a, for a living, it, it's weird that as soon as someone shows a little bit of interest in what you're doing, even if it, if it is weird, you have two dinners with them mm. and you're ready to offer them all your, she right. your secrets. I think it's weird. And you, f and, and you fully you know, trust that you person. Yeah, and, he's probably uh, seen multiple people that have done that. So surely you'd, you'd be expecting and waiting for more from them to let them into your world, then, which kind of says a lot about him as a person But as then well. that's why, you know, they, they showed the first scene where she's up in the house, you know, when she was going to take a shower. And then yep. she decides to, you know, go through it and attack him and try to, like, exit the, the house. She fails. Yes. The, so yeah. by that time you knew that the second time she was going to try it like she was going to succeed exactly but um i mean i do have to say well done for that to her and to whomever um to whomever choreographed that because he is so much bigger than her yeah. and she's still called bluff and so whomever wrote that knew what they were doing yeah. Because, you know, if you are going to call someone's bluff, you need to know that you're going to be able to overpower them. And in that situation, she was losing on all, you know. Yeah, there's no scenario in which she won. He's so much bigger than her. And I'm not saying size is the only thing that matters. But in this particular instance, you're the prisoner. He's the, you know, he's the one holding you hostage. hostage. And he just so happens to, you know, have drugged you. So you don't know how much time you spend in that cell. You don't know how much energy you've lost. There's so many factors going against you. And yet she actually went for it. But then you could say I have that to give it to end, her. She was very brave. At the end of the world fighting in the kitchen, she would not have survived if it wasn't for um, the two other friends. Uh, oh, definitely. Even though she really weakened him, without them, she was gone. She was a god. So it's kind of a good thing that Molly got um, taken inside the house. Yeah, even her and Penny wouldn't have made it alive yeah, together. Yeah. They needed someone, like someone still some, with some degree of able-bodiedness yeah, yeah. to be able to give him the last shot. And what, like her plan was actually very well thought through. She was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Takes, spend some time with him. And it's all down to, you know, it's basically she got out thanks to Sammy, who we don't even know. Yeah. Um which but, is spelled you know, the, the exact same way as my name, and that is super yes. weird because it's not a very common <laughs> so, name. Um, yeah. So I had the cameo in this movie, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but, you know, it's all just because of her, and her pl the pl that plan was so well thought through. I'm going to pretend to be invested in his world and want to try it and all of that. You know, she has, she's really brave. First she calls out a bluff like that, and then she goes and has a human flesh big you know but, very so much so much courage in that but person. wasn't it the obvious thing to do 
in her position. Yes, but no. You know, eating human flesh no, 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 is no, tough. Not that, but like, Especially but, the but way pretend, they were talking pretend, about pretending it. Pretending to be his friend and trying to, you know, to flirt and everything. That's literally the I only that tough. the only choice she had. Because she couldn't it she, the only she thing couldn't she has overpower him, him like in any way, shape or form. So the only way she could potentially exit was to flirt her way through. So I don't think Sammy yeah. was kind of a big help. Um I mean, it helps for the... No, it, 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 it she helped, was, because she was the, the only... to understand what she's doing, but... No, no, she was the one who actually gave Noah the, you know, the spark to keep going, because she went, if you're reading this magazine, it means he cares. I guess mm. the magazine is just given, or, or this particular room, because we've seen two different rooms, so this particular room is given to, like, his favourites. Mm. And so if you are a part of his favourites, you get special treatment, which is how she got out, actually. But then how did Sammy get a button? Isn't that a form of a weapon? He, no, he might. He probably just gave it to her. Mm. It's not that deep. If you like, if you stand as big as he does stand, you can hand a pen to someone. It's not like they actually can use it against you. Mm. Sure. Especially if you cut off their legs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know many people to go f- who go far with zero legs. But speaking know, of maybe speaking I can of leg wrong. cutting. Um, I told you this during the movie, but I expected. No. <laughs> I expected that at the end of the movie they were they were gonna show. Um, was it Melissa? Was it, yeah, Melissa, not Annie. Melissa, and I was worried about that because that would have been a very creepy scene and very yeah. unse- unsettling scene, but thankfully they didn't. Um, and ah, oh God, like I I don't recommend this movie if you're trying to have breakfast. Um, yeah, no. Like I really don't. <laughs> It's really well done, though. I do, you know, I'll be honest, I I have, I don't think I've ever said this on a podcast, but I do say, I do recommend the movie. It's really well done. Okay. And that, honestly, that, it's not as, it's it's not as horror driven as they make it seem. No, I, abso- I, abso- I, I absolutely so. hate horror movies and this was like tolerable yeah i've i've seen worse horror than that and the the power of this movie is the cinematography the music the shots everything even the character and the casting everything was just so brilliantly put together that you know you kind of forget his horror until the horror stuff happens until the scene until the the scene in the kitchen it's it's fine i mean yeah it's fine like the the world around it is so perfectly built that you can you get just lost in the story mm. and you know you can get a bunch of messages throughout the movie without actually having to take in all the horror so you won't come out of this having ptsd mm. that's that's for one or maybe you will i don't know <laughs> well, we'll see i don't want to advertise for stuff and then but, yeah um, <laughs> that, wait, i, I want to say something fun. about the like the phone at the beginning you know how they say that usually villains in movies can't have iPhones. Well, in this movie, the villain, or Steve, had an iPhone, so that's kind of weird. Because, you know, ah, th- th- there's not... a saying where, like, every single villain in movies, like, they're not allowed to have iPhones or showcase, like, Apple yes. products. And I, I noticed that because um, Steve, um, not Steve, Noah had an iPhone, so obviously she wasn't going to be a villain. And then Steve also had an iPhone. So, I don't know. I think uh, that's that's mm, that's meant to make, you know, to support the bluff. Yeah, so that yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. doesn't, yeah. Um, you know, doesn't suspect it's, anything. Because if, if that's like a well-spread rule, as soon as you see a phone that is but anything other than exactly, an iPhone, you're like, you oh, like, oh, oh okay, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and so, you know, they couldn't even show his phone on, on, at that stage, and it's no. the only way they get to communicate. So, you know. Uh, I do have one closing statement, actually, and I feel like this podcast was so short, yes. and there's so much to say, but I do want to save a lot of very good points for the article, actually. Okay, go ahead. I have a lot of very interesting to explore points, but I need them written rather so, than said. Okay, say so that, and then, and then I, have, I have a closing point as well. So go, go with yours first. Uh... Uh, oh, I I actually have two points that I think uh, are worth mentioning in this thing. So uh, there's this parallel that I thought was really interesting was the uh, smiling before getting shot. Yeah, that uh, was that was really well smiling done. Before. That was really well done. Yeah, and, and it's like a direct thing to him be like, give me a smile and I'll let you go shower. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she had to smile for him. And now he she has she has him smile and. A bit like her, he offered it straight away. Yeah. But it's a it's a kind of cynical way. Like you go smile, and she's also pointing a weapon at your face, and he smiled straight away, and she was going for it. But it felt almost it was like not a gen- a, it's, it's, smile it didn't feel like a very stop. fake smile. Oh no, he felt a hundred percent genuine. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing. So even when you know you get to that point where you can't go any further. He still smiled, like he's still happy to be there, which is weird. It just supports this or uneasy thing about him. As much as he's human, he isn't. It's like he's two people at the same mm-hmm. time. And, you know, the whole film I was thinking, geez, is this guy nice or is he not? Because, yes, he cuts up people, but at the same time, he's kind of funny. He has a family and all that. I don't know. I still don't, I don't, I still don't know what, what to make of this guy. I think the fact so that it's... that might be actor bias, it, yeah, though. Yeah, the fact that it's Sebastian's yeah. son that also influences... That's, that's actor bias, probably. Um, and my final closing point, actually, would be... Um, I I mean, it, it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory, but I don't think any of the girls that... Oh, wait. Sorry, my cats. Um, I don't think that any of the girls that came out of this place, and there's only those three, will ever date again. That is a very fair statement. <laughs> there is no chance Absolutely. in any sort of universe in the grand scheme of the multiverse either, that has them date I, ever either that again. Or they're never going on holidays. Unless they're never going on holidays again. That's... That unless they date one another, they're not going to date anyone else. And also they, they, the might, they might turn just... vegan or vegetarian. Directly after Probably. This. But the trauma they've just gone through is enough to wipe dating off <laughs> of, you know, the surface of Earth. That is fair. That is fair. And it's, it's kind of a callback to, you know, them discussing uh, loneliness and finding the one. And she's, she certainly thought this could be the one for me. Little did she know. And, you know, <laughs> being happy alone and all that is very important and all that. And then that happened to her and he basically ruined dating mm-hmm, for her mm-hmm. and for all of them. For for Noah, he ruined it, but also for Penny and uh, for Molly oh, but as also well. Something like... Although Molly wasn't interested in uh, men at the beginning or it didn't seem like it. I don't really know. Um, also, what I thought interesting was Penny sustains the same injury as his wife. Yeah, I was, I was so literally going to say that like, as a final think... statement. We should... Yeah, it led me to think, did he cut his her leg off and then she has Stockholm Syndrome and she, you know, fell in love with her capture or 
is it, it just so happens that she also had that injury? I, th- I, I don't think know. she played a no on this. She she got caught and then she wanted she flirted her way through it and worked actually. I think that's no. the most probable. I, I don't know. No, no. I think you can. I think the answer is actually on out there on the internet, but no. On the article I look, I I read. That's literally the one of the answers we never got. Is she one of his victims, or is she? Uh, do they actually love one another? Mm. And it's interesting because if she is one of his victims, I guess she used the same, you know, the same uh, the same way out as Noah, but while trying to gaslight him into loving into. Her, you know, love and trust and whatever mm-hmm. and affections, she gaslit herself. Mm-hmm. And do you think. Which would explain her behavior at the and end. And we'll, we'll close the podcast on this, but do you think Sammy was there before Anna or after Anna? Uh, I think she was there before. Okay, so Sammy's. No, you know what? I think she was there after. I think the wife has been there for quite a little bit of time. Because they do have two sons, so uh, yeah, that's right. and the sons aren't babies. They aren't but then you don't, you don't like know 10. how old that text was from Sammy. True, but if the if the you know magazines are still there, I think they're recent. Yeah. I guess Sammy just left the place, or maybe not just left the place, because to find someone you later consider you know your favorite, you probably need to build a bond with that person first. Mm-hmm. But I think Sammy was there, like. A month prior to that and he kept that room empty for a little while and then you know brought her in when he found his new favorite that's so to me sammy was the one in that room before basically before noah and penny so she probably would have known sammy probably met uh, melissa in her yes that's literally was what i was gonna say um not referencing the game but (laughs) guys i hope you enjoyed this um podcast it's funny how every single movie that we've talked about is completely unrelated yeah and i mean it 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 keeps it fun i think and we're not diving into a particular subject but um with that said we will see you guys next week and it was fun i mean not the meat part, but yeah, fun movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of got the shivers now talking about it. I feel like okay. there's someone behind me. I hate it. Uh-huh. Uh, thank God there's a mirror so I can check. <laughs> okay, that's that. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Hope you.